Recording in progress. afternoon good evening welcome to another edition of this is recorded podcast we got an oldie but goodie man we had to get him on a new and approved youtube version and all that the young genius the smart guy man usc's own please introduce yourself give him all your socials and all that please please hey man same man we back at it man mr usc man uh my instagram is duke 3232 with the underscore and yeah, we, we back at it, man. Supply and demand. We got to get the people what they want. We got to do it. We got to do it, man. So let, I usually do two good, one great, but it was getting hard for people. Let me get one good thing and one great thing about your week that you just had, man. Let me let me hear something, man. Uh, uh, one good thing is, you feel me, I'm here today. You get what I'm saying? If you got air, you got action. And a great thing is I feel like I've been improving on myself in uh, just self-improving and all that so that's that's great man you know it's always great man just to be here and always improving but briefly i guess give them a rundown to how you ended up to, at usc and what you do at usc kind of i guess from high school till now give them a quick rundown they could go back and check that podcast which you wanted man i might have to get the visuals up but give them a quick rundown of like from high school on, what did you do with your life to USC? All right, boom. So in high school, um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do out of high school. And I was talking to my math teacher and he was like, well, you're good at math and you want to make money because I've always been money motivated. And so he told me I should go with computer science. So at the time, I had no idea what computer science was or what like, either like what it, what it did or anything. So I just went for it. So then ended up, luckily I ended up liking it in college. So then I just went with it. I got a couple internships at uh, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Accenture and NASA. And then uh, my last my last year of my undergrad, I was uh, applying to grad schools and I wasn't planning to go to grad school at first. I was just planning to just apply just to apply because one of my close homies with this, uh, he, he, he's been lacing me like with this computer science stuff. And he told me just to apply, just you never know. And applying to come out. So I applied to the places that I wanted to go to. So I was like, so if I'm gonna do it, I'm really gonna do it. I got into USC, UCLA, Notre Dame. And I chose the USC, gave me the offer I couldn't resist. So I, I'm here now. And so what I'm doing is I'm getting my PhD in computer science. It's an amazing journey, man. Like how you got it there. I seen your grind and your commitment, man. It's amazing. And what people don't know is like why you in school right now. What some people might not understand is that they paying you. Give I guess give them a breakdown of like how that works. Like how do you get paid for going to school? You can give them a quick breakdown of that real quick. So in grad school, you can apply for like fellowships. 
uh, for like the, uh, your master's or PhD, but for most PhDs, they're fully funded. So they, the tuition and all that's paid for it, and they pay you to do research for them. So I, I always like to say, man, uh, uh, life comes full circle because during my undergrad applying, I, I applied to USC, but I didn't get in. So now I'm making them pay me to go to to go to grad school. So that's how so that's how we we do it, man. Man, that's what Jay Z said. I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crash. Like, <laughs> hey man, we doing it like yo, y'all didn't get me that first time, but now y'all gotta pay for it. And, and now we making them pay. That's a great metaphor for life too, man. It's like sometimes when it don't hit the first time, when it come back around, that's the right time. Like you can't get frustrated with like why this ain't happen this time. Just be patient. Wait a minute, you know what I'm saying, man? And we're going to really figure this thing out, man. But for computer science, like, a lot of people hear that, but, like, what can you do with that? Like, in layman's term, for somebody that don't know nothing about nothing, what can you do with a computer science degree? You can get paid. That's what you can do. You can get paid. But um, you can do just, like, anything, like, technology-wise, make apps. You can do like AI, like help the world and things like that. You can do like philanthropy work and stuff like that. It's really, it's really limitless. It's really what you want to do with it, with technology in, in general. And then like websites and stuff like that too, right? And checking things. Mm-hmm. Checking all, all that. Anything technology wise, anything you can do, that's computer science. Now, as far as school goes, like has your whole school career from elementary on, have you been a great student with the grades or have you had times where you struggled a little bit or got off track and had to get back on uh for most part elementary and middle school i was always pretty good but in high school my freshman year i was messing up just going through fresh freshman freshman year things and uh i think i had like a 2.3 i was like failing classes and all that and my dad had come up to the school and, and everybody, everybody that knows, like me, freshman year, they remember that day my dad came to school. And after that, I was, I was on a straight path. And so after that, I didn't get, um, I didn't get uh, less than an A from my high school career. After that, man, and that is, and it's something positive about that. You know, even for a lot of dudes that don't have a dad or don't have that push, like it's very important for people to know, like, man, just to have that push from anybody, but especially, especially being a young black man to have your black dad come up there like, hey, man, I'm going to embarrass that ass if you don't get your shit together, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just amazing. And, like, for me, um, me and my wife was talking, and she was saying, like, in ninth grade, people start going towards their major. And I've been thinking about that a lot in, like, Europe and stuff like that. They don't do 10th, 11th, 12th. But I really think, like, in that ninth grade range, after that, you really get burnt out with school. Like, you kind of be like, I've been doing this for, like, a few years now. You know what I'm saying? Like, eight, eight nine years. Like, you get burnt out. So, I really think we really got to reevaluate that system because, like, that's when, you know, when you're 16, 17th and, you know, you in 11th to 12th grade, like, you really start going another route because, like, school gets boring for you. It's not challenging the schools are underfunded, like all that stuff. You might get in with gangs. You might have a kid. You might do all kind of different shit. So, like, we really got to figure out that system. Like, do you feel like that too? Like, do you feel most people get burnt out, like, at ninth grade or after ninth grade with school? Yeah, for sure. I feel like a lot of people, I feel like people get burnt out in middle school. But 
I feel like one of the things is we got to have good teachers because I feel like a good teacher, even like in college, a good teacher, that could change like your whole perspective just on anything. And it just makes the class like a lot more enjoyable and it just gives you that extra push. And so if you don't if you don't got a teacher that cares and if you don't got a teacher that's if you have a teacher that's geared just for a paycheck, you're going to take like it. It it shows you get what I'm saying. And so I feel like just the people that's teaching us should should be more motivated, not just there for a paycheck. Yeah. And you know what? We need to come up because like I'm the type of person like, you know, when it comes to black issues or anything like I want to do it myself, like I'm not about to wait on nobody like. We got to figure out like a tipping scale or something like that for these teachers that really be making impacts. Because a lot of things in life come down to finances and like if they ain't getting paid, they're not really trying that hard. So if we as a community can like start giving more to the school personally, directly to the teacher, because sometimes in the school system, it get all mixed up and you got to wait three months. Like I remember I had an art teacher. It was like. <laughs> He got money, but we got to wait three months to get it. It's like, dog, like, we ain't got time to wait. Like, so we really got to, you know, we got to step in and get, because what you said, like, bro, these people teaching you how to read and write. You know what I'm saying? We like skills that are like, the one thing you need from school is reading and writing and math and stuff like that. These are the people that's in charge of doing it. Like, I love the show Abbott Elementary. I don't know if you ever seen it, but that is funny. But it's, like, showing the real, like, underfunded schools and, like, the impact it has on these kids. So, we got to help out these teachers, man. I, I wanted to be a teacher, but I'm going to find a different way to do it, man. I'm going to find it. I'm gonna man, it I, I told myself, man, once I make my money and I'm good, I'm going to go back and teach high school. Because I feel like it, it, it starts, like you say, it starts in high school. And so, if I feel like if I could be that motivation for for especially a black kid, you get what I'm saying? If I can show them a way out, you get what I'm saying? You can still get paid. You feel me? You can get paid as much as the, the rappers, athletes, you feel me? Even more. You get what I'm saying? If, if I can show them that, you get what I'm saying? Then each one teach one. So that so that's my goal. But I got to make my money first. So I, I feel like I want to teach when I don't have to teach. Exactly. That I, I, I don't know who it was, but somebody was like, I can't help the hood if I can't help myself first. It was probably Jay-Z. Jay-Z got a lot of bars on, like, mentally and different things he wouldn't do. He's like, I can't help you if I can't help myself. So it's like, I got to get to the bag, figure out how to get the bag, and then I can show you how to fish and how to get back to it, man. But I definitely think, too, like, for you, I wanted to ask you, like, because you were an athlete and you were a pretty good athlete, but I feel like another thing that's hard for young kids to accept and understand is, like, when you realize, like, I'm not going to make it nowhere, I'm not getting any offers, when you get to 11th, 12th grade, like, you ain't getting no offers, that's it. How hard is it to accept that, like, you know, because a lot of kids like, oh, I'm going to this school, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but when it don't happen, how hard is it or how hard was it for you to accept, like, I got to go another route because it's not going to happen with the sports? To to keep it a hundred is it, it was easier for me just because I always had school as a backup. I always knew okay I can go to college. You get what I'm saying, and I could still have that college experience. But if somebody was to put like their all their eggs into one basket, I feel like then that's when it that's when it becomes very difficult. Because then after that, it's like dang, what do I do? You get what I'm saying? It's like you don't have that, so that's where that's where it kind of gets blurry and all that. 
and for me, I never was like an athlete, so I never had that mindset. But for like younger dudes, I feel like, man, it's a great way to pimp the system. And like, if y'all to get in any school, if you're gonna pay for my whole thing, if I could do it with sports, great. But I feel like that should be the main objective more than just being the athlete because it's like that's really really hard bro like i don't think you understand like and especially with football because there's a gazillion dudes and sometimes you're waiting for somebody to get cut or maybe you just want to be on a practice squad and i've read tony dungy book he said it's two and a half years a life expectancy for an athlete like for yeah. average athlete two and a half years so in two and a half years you might be working at walmart or something like that but if you use the system you get that degree or whatever, they paying for it regardless, whether you paying out or not. So, like, let's use them. Like, that's what I feel like they should do for sure, for sure. Shoot, they, they, the pimp got to get pimped, you feel me? I'm telling you, it's just like, but I think it's hard for a lot of people, like, bro, I've been dedicated since I was 10 years old. It's like, I mean, that's life, though, bro. Like, you got to figure this thing out. Like, you can't be mad at it and, like, what me and you bond over is like the Nipsey Hussles, the Larry Junes. Like me and you talked about, like, yo, did you see that video of Larry June from ten years? He don't even look the same. Like we both was like, yo, it's like, not Larry, it's yeah, not Larry. Uh, man, hey, 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 man. It just was like he was consistent though. Like he figured it out. Like, but it did not happen overnight, and he probably realized it ain't working right now. But I got to keep going. And I think, you know, for the young brothers and stuff, I definitely want to, like, and sisters, I want to, like, be that. You know, I think it's like, like you said, it's passing that baton. Like, I know you're ready to give up, but pass me the baton. I'm going to run the rest of this race to show you this is how you do it. But they get burnt out or they like, oh, I'm going to do sports. Biggie said either you slinging crack rock or got a wicked jump shot because they feel like that's the only two options. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But, now with YouTube and all of that, and you definitely with school because a lot of people are smart. They just don't apply themselves. It's just like, hey, figure it out, man. Figure it out, brother. Yeah, but consistency, man. How do you stay consistent with studying and stuff? Because like you said, people get burnt out in ninth grade. You on your a millionth year of doing school. How do you stay consistent with like not getting burnt out from just school over and over, a class, a paper, a final class, a paper, a final. How do you stay motivated in that like drive? So to stay motivated, to for me, I just know that there's a bigger goal at the end. So it's like I can't. It it'll be it'll be worse for me to stop. Right, it's if I was to stop right now, I would be I'll be hurt myself. You get what I'm saying? I got. Feel me, I got my goals, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to live in uh Beverly Hills and all that. So that's the that's the motivation to keep me just keep me forward thinking and just on staying consistent. What I like to do is like I have all my days like planned out, like okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this this day. And that helps because instead of doing something all at once and all unorganized, I have like I'm just chopping little by little. Like say like on a homework, if it's like five problems, I'll do a problem a day. And so then that's how it's like, I'm just not doing everything at once. And I feel like if most people, like they start doing everything at once, start pulling them overnight, over uh, all nighters and stuff. That's how you get burnt out. So I just kind of just trying to break it down into pieces. Yeah. And that's important. Like what you said, let me see if I got my uh, calendar, calendar in the back. I was like, man, let me get my calendar in like. What made me want to get the calendar is uh, Jay-Z 
and a lot of people got mad at him, like, dealing with the NFL, he was saying, like, a lot of people talk shit to me, but, like, I can tell you what I did for people for every day in the calendar year. Can you tell me, like, why are you trying to talk about me? Like, I have my whole thing scheduled out. And what you said, like, writing things down, like, even it said write down three. I read somewhere, write down three things you want to accomplish in that day because it'll keep you driven. Like, I just want to finish these three things. But like you said, I was a crammer. Like, oh, man, I got two days or I got a day to figure this out. And you go, like, bro, if you type in a paper, once it get, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, bro, I'm just writing whatever to get it done. I'm just writing, like, cat, hat, dog, this will happen. (laughs) I might make up, I might skim through a book, oh, this will happen in the book. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, bro, I'm over it. So, definitely preparation is everything. Like, even for me with the podcast stuff, I try to get everything ready tonight for the days I'm working and just save it in drafts. So all I got to do is wake up, oh, go to drafts, boom, it's there. Boom, boom, boom. Like, it makes it easier. So, man, really, that's some real spill. Like, scheduling things and making your schedule easy because, like, life could get hectic. Like, yo, what if your tire pop on the way to doing this? What if that happened? But when you're trying to do it all at once, it's a guaranteed way of failure, man. And, and also what I like to do is I like to try to take one day out the week, just don't do nothing. You get what I'm saying? And Self-care. just get my get my mentals right, just, just catch my breath, you feel me, get a refresh. Yeah. And then that helps too. Self-care, like, man, I love it, man. I got my, after we do this podcast, you dig, I'm a little milk does. Yeah. Going to watch some, uh, catch up on some snowfall, watch some Albert Elementary, like, Everybody got to find that peace level of like, what do you do to get your peace and go back to it? You know, when times is hard, just like when when you feel down on yourself and things is hard, what do you try to do to get yourself back up? Because you're a pretty positive person. But whenever you feel like in a funk, like everybody does, what do you try to do to get yourself back right? I like to I like to go back home and just be with my people. That's what I like. And I feel like that gives me the balance that I need and the motivation this is showing me like, okay, yeah, now yeah, I'm going through this, but this is why I'm going through it. You feel me? These are for the people, for these people. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I that's what I like. That's what I do. And that's the thing about it. Like, man, me and wife, you talk about all the time, like how we was broke, broken. Like, you know, it's a blessing to be able, like, we used to pull it to the pump with a number in head. Like, once this shit reached $20, <laughs> it's over, bro. Like, whatever I have, I have. Like when you when we go out the tip, all you're gonna get is three dollars because that's all we got. Like I wanna give you something, but that's all I got. So it's just something about that, man. Like and then for me, like I might go take a drive back to where you used to come from. Like you said, like going back home, like going to see how far you've came. Cause it shows you like, bro, you did it. And like for me keeping these pictures up in the back, got the Astro World Tour, Crenshaw hoodies. I got uh, your college, you know, uh, my boy, the motivation. I keep things around me to Dude. to motivate me, man. I keep things around me. When I get in those moments, when I come in this room to create, it's like, bro, look at all this stuff that you done been around and you done seen with your own eyes, man. Keep it, keep it going. Stay to yourself. And for everybody, we get there. But you got to keep picking at it till you get back right, man. Don't stay down at all, man. We got we to gotta come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, and I've been watching the Tony Hawk documentary, and it's been amazing. Do you got HBO Max? Ah, I do, I do, I do. Bro, you got to watch. You know, Phony Hawk, shout out to him. Gang, gang, yeah. man. But uh, 
that Tony Hawk documentary is crazy, but it also got me thinking about Kobe, and it got me thinking about all the greats, and it's just like, the price of greatness is lonely, you know what I'm saying, and I don't know if everybody is really prepared, when you get to that level, when you think Tony Hawk, Kobe Bryant, like, they kind of isolate themselves. a lot of people hate them, they miss out on birthdays, they miss out on their kids being born, they miss out on everything. Like, Kobe Bryant knew what kind of nets, if you shoot the ball a certain way, like, that comes from, like, the, you know, when he passed, rest in peace, they show him with a broken hand, still trying to just shoot with one hand and do this. But, like, these guys miss out on a lot of things. So, it's just, like, with that comparison thing, it's just, like, bro, you got to be careful because that life, I don't know if you want it, really how they want it because it get lonely man what do you think about the price of like their level of greatness because everybody can be great in their own way but when you be the greatest what do you think about that sacrifice uh i, th- I think it's a huge sacrifice like you said it's, it's gonna be sacrifice out your, your personal life your, your kids life all that but it's just a sacrifice to you dedicating yourself to that craft but for me personally for me I don't I don't think I want to be the best at, yeah. at if it takes that, I don't want to be the best at that. You can just get give me my money and I'm good. I don't I don't gotta be the best, you get what I'm saying? Just let me get paid. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that we gotta really think and evaluate that way of thinking because like we all train like yo, you can't go to sleep, you gotta work all day, you gotta do this, <laughs> you gotta do that. How bad do you want it? It's like, bro, I want it, but I'm not and I don't want it to the like, I can't never go to San Diego no more. I'm always busy. I can't never <laughs> kick with my boy James. I'm too busy. I can't do this. I can't do that. I missed out on my boy. He had a big premiere. I couldn't go. My dad yeah. had this. I couldn't go. My sister had this. I couldn't go. Like, it's like everybody got to figure out their level of success and be cool with that because a lot of people is not cool. Like, I want it all. But I think if you have, like, what you need and everybody that's a hard part that everybody got to figure out what do you want out of life because you mm-hmm. everybody's idea is different you know uh, so it's like you got to figure it out but i think we train our minds on you got to be the best and you got to be this you got to be that but the greats will tell you bro it's lonely i don't have a great relationship with my kids i never had a great relationship with a lady or a dude like it's hard, man. So that level of greatness is, is is great for them. But for me, I feel like sometimes and like lately, I be feeling like, damn, like I'm kind of scared of the success because I could feel it coming. But it's just like, damn, man. Like sometimes you feel like when you got the people and you got and you seeing things happen and I just bought a new camera and you seeing things happen being transparent is scary because it's like, damn, what if I don't deliver? You know what I'm saying? So it's hard, man. What do you think about that? Like when you do get the success, do you, you think it'll make you nervous a little bit? Like, ah, oh, man, like I finally got it. Like, I, how do I feel now about it? Yeah, that's a good question. Cause I feel like, uh, I, I'm not to where I want to be, but I have reached success just in in life you get what i'm saying to where i'm at right now right. and i feel like just you just have to be able just to keep going you feel me because it was to what i realized was it's easy to get content 
You get what I'm saying? It's easy. Okay, I'm here right now. But it's like, I, st- I still have to remember, I got I still got some more ways to go. Yeah. And so I feel like that's, to me, that's the hardest part is just, just staying hungry and just getting back that grind, just, just grinding it out and just uh doing three hours, four hours worth of homework and just, just yeah. staying on it. So I feel like that's been the hardest part for me is staying hungry because it's like when I'm here, when I'm here at USC, I just be thinking like, dang, like I didn't dream about this my whole life and I'm here. But it's like now that I'm here, what am I going to do now? You get what I'm saying? I just can't be happy that I'm here. You get what I'm saying? It's a lot of people made it here, but not, not a lot of people get to where, where I want to be at. So it's like I got to continue just to build on top of where I'm at. But also, I also do like to take in the moment, you get what I'm saying, and savor it because it's like I made it. You get what I'm saying? I made it here. So Yeah, and that for me this week, you know, this the transparency part. It's like, damn, man, like I've been having these guests where they've been falling through. And things I'm like, dang, I probably need to rethink the guest things. But it's like, I think part of that grind and part of being a hustler and part of wanting to really get it is when the problems come your way, what you going to do? So it's like, I didn't ask three, four or five people who didn't get a response or they didn't see it yet. But I was like, man, Duke haven't been on it, man. I think he going to come through in the clutch. And of course he did. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but that's the price of greatness as well. When shit come to hit you in the fucking mouth, what are you going to do, bro? What are you, when them grades get hard, when it's a question, like, I done spent three hours on this same question, I need to move on, things like that. When you said, you had, tell them briefly, you had how many questions and it took you how long? It was a, uh, was it, it was either four or five question test. It took me 15 hours. And it was, it was, it was a take home test at that. And uh, ridiculous, man. And it's just like when things like that happen, it lets you know what you made of. And for me, I was like, bro, it's okay to have somebody on and y'all have a great conversation that been on because he ain't been on the newer YouTube version and all that. And like maybe get your old clips ready. But this is a part of like this is what you want is you got to figure it out, bro. I'm not going to hold your hand through this is what you want. If you really want it, you're going to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, bet. I'm going to figure it out. So I figured it out. And this puts me at like a two, three-week advantage now of like to get somebody else on. It gives me time. So it's just like, you know, being a boss, like you own something. You're a rapper. you on stage. The mic's not working. This You got a whole crowd in front of you. Figure it out. Like, hey, y'all, hey, drop the beat. Let them sing for me. They know mm-hmm. it. Drop the beat. Go in the crowd. Fuck with the beat. Like, throw them all. Like, bro, this part of it. And I'm like, I'm ready for the challenge, bro. But it is scary for me. Like, when you right there, it's kind of like you want the spotlight. Then the shit is on you. It's like, mm-hmm. you like, you, I don't know, man. But it, it, it's crazy, man. But and you also learn from embarrassing moments. Like, I mean, you talked about different grades and stuff like that. And for me, like, with my family and stuff like that. When I get heated because I want them to push them to be great or something like that, or I feel, you know, if something don't sit right in my spirit, I might be like quiet or distant. And that's not my character at all. It's like, I think I learned a lot from them moments. Like, what do you mm. learn from moments like that you be embarrassed of? Like, and then you like, I don't want to feel that way again. How, how do you bounce back from them moments? Like a bad grade or something emotionally, or you talking with somebody, you like, damn, I wish I ain't do that. How do you bounce back from those? 
I just try to take whatever I can and learn from it and just make sure I do whatever possible to for it not to happen again. Yeah, yeah, because it's important too because I feel like in me trying to be a mentor and things like that, I feel like each person, just like a great coach, you got to talk to each person differently. Like, yo, yo, Emmett Smith, you like me to yell at him. You like me to be on his ass. So, you know, uh, uh, Deion Sanders, he like me to tell him he the greatest, but it looking like he looking soft today. He like <laughs> me to talk shit to him a little bit. Troy Aikman got to tell him, man, hey, this dude, been, his stats been looking a little better than you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I think part of being a boss is – it's literally problem solving, really, because it's like like we said just now about the whole like, what do you do when things are not going right? Problem solving. Um, when you're dealing with people in your squad, problem solving. How are we gonna speak to them? Like, it's just really, really problem solving, man. Like, yeah, and I mean, are you gonna have to like delegate work to people and stuff as you get uh, bigger in your studies? Yeah, for sure. So like right now I'm just doing like the, the groundwork and stuff for like my different research projects. But as I go on and uh, get more experience, then I start getting like the undergrads and like the, the master's students to start doing what like just the gritty work. Yeah. yeah. And, and then one uh, a good feeling for you, if you could tell them briefly on uh, somebody got a job at Amazon, thanks to your boy. So tell me uh, briefly about that story a little bit. I mean, for me, he he put in the work, but one on one of the uh, one of the, the cl- uh, students that I TA, he had asked me for some help to uh, help him prepare for his Amazon interview. So you feel me? I I try to reach out and help any anybody that I can, but especially my people. You get what I'm saying? So uh, we 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 uh, I helped him prepare for like two hours, and he ended up like a. a a couple of weeks later, he ended up telling me he got the job. So you get what I'm saying? So I was happy about that. And then a, another another one, another dude that I, um, me and him, me and him is real cool. I always try to like give him game, bro. He, he He's really next up. He, he, he don't, I don't think he'd be realizing that he next up, but he's really next up. And so he had got an internship at uh, Facebook his freshman year, his freshman year internship at Facebook and another one at, uh, two sigma which is like i think it's i don't i think it's like a finance company but they they be getting paid so he's he's they like the the, the next generation they really next up it's 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 good to see man and, and it's just a blessing man like uh bob marley got the famous quote like if i you know put into people and pour into people i can never die like his music lives on like people talk about the bob marley's the kobe's everybody so they never really gone so it's just like important like the financial things you got they gonna go but what you pour into people them things like the people you know that'll go see you off is like bro that's what's important man and that that's really important and the last thing i want to talk about is comfort zones man how do you feel about comfort zones and have you done anything recently to get out of a comfort zone for me like i hate being on the spot, but like I was on vacation, I'm like, bro, I wanna be the great, I wanna be great at what I'm doing. So I'm like, three point competition, I ain't shot a ball in forever. Oh well, let's do it. Everybody's staring at you. You like, ah, this is weird, but I went in there and did that. Karaoke, I dropped it on this recorded Instagram. Like, that was in front of all these people. I can't sing at all. But I'm like, bro, you want it? Plug your podcast at the end of it. Do it, man. Like 
Get out them comfort zones. Do you want it? And that literally, that's life. In a nutshell, how bad you want it? Because I'm going to have all the stuff you comfortable Comfort is not going to get greatness. You got to be uncomfortable. Pressure makes a diamond. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like these things is real. So have you done anything lately or in your life that you like was uncomfortable with, but you, you got through it, you did it, and it ended up being great for you? Yeah, for sure. Especially lately, I've just been trying to be able to like express myself more and just communicate with everybody. You get what I'm saying? And I've been trying to get more vulnerable and not just be in a shell. You get what I'm saying? Because I'd be so focused just on how I am and feel me not selfish, but you get what I'm saying? Just real, just my way or the highway type. You get what I'm saying? And so I've been trying to work on that. And I mean, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been good because I can already start seeing the differences. You feel me? And you feel me? You don't never want to be like that. You get what I'm saying? Just in, just be, I feel like I was getting in my own way. You get what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's not healthy for, for, for you or nobody that you're around. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I've been trying to just find better ways to express myself. You feel me? So. That's what I've been working on. And I feel like we're moving in that direction, too, With uh, as a culture. It's like people like realism. They don't want a robot. They don't want to talk to you and like, hey, I'm I'm child. That's it. Like, this is all I see. Like, I want to get to know the real you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, you know, even for, like, the Will Smiths and all that. It's like he started living his truth. You know what I'm saying? But living your truth come with some bumps and bruises. Being vulnerable is like... I told somebody something and now they're using it against me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard, but it's like, it's something that we all striving for and we all want. And I mean, you got to break out them comfort zones. If you want it, like, just like even in relationships or with jobs or anything, everybody like, oh, I'm just going to do it because I don't know what's on the other side. But greatness is sitting on the other side. But you too scared to, like, go for it. You know what I'm saying? So breaking out of them comfort zones is extremely important, man. Nah, yeah, it's huge, man. Yeah. Me? I'm continuing to do that in, in all aspects of life. You get what I'm saying? So We have to in order to be great, man. But we could talk for hours because we just bond like that. But we're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it brief for the people, man. We're going to get out of here a year from now, this time next year, man. Speaking to existence, man. What you going to be doing in life, brother? Uh, just continue, just continuing my studies. You get what I'm saying? Becoming a better version of me. You get what I'm saying? And just continue to put on for my people. You get what I'm saying? Each one teach one. So that's, that's my plan. That's my general plan going into next year. So in the next, in this next year. And this is recorded.